Welcome to the Cafman Connect. Uh, as you can see, uh, one more week, uh, Chief Freitag is away, and I was assigned this week to uh, take on the podcast, which I'm, again, uh, more than happy to be here. Again, the nice thing is we have uh, with us uh, somebody that gets assigned with me to be here, and that's Engineer Jace Hall. But uh, we have a topic today that is basically going to be discussing a little bit about the hose, the the lifeline that it is for crews when we're on scene, and uh, kind of some expectation for the public of what we don't want to happen while we're there. But before we get started, um, tell me a little bit about you, Jace, because uh, how long have you been with the agency and what you're currently doing? Uh, so I've been on for seven years, coming up on my eighth year, and uh, um, I was a firefighter for uh, five of those years. So recently promoted to engineer. Um, I've been loving it. Uh, How recently? Uh, last November. Last November. So almost done with probation. Yeah. So you're still in probation. Yep. Good. Yeah. Nice. One more month to go. And you're doing all right. That's good. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we won't talk about the door yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's not the time for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've been working at Station 53 uh, since that time, and it's been great. I've been working with Travis and uh, uh, Matthew Del Cerro is one of our, our pro- yeah. probationary firefighters, and Anthony Ponte. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been going really good. I love it here. Cool. Well, and like you said, uh, you, engineer right now. So you're a firefighter coming before that. Now you're an engineer. So tell us, uh, just for the general public uh, who may be watching, um, what is your role as the engineer? So as an engineer, um, it, it's a it's a pretty heavy supportive role to the captain. Um, uh, if we get a call, it's uh, we have routing on our on our uh, computers that tell us where to go. Um, but it's it's kind of good to have a general knowledge of your first due area and. Uh, where you're going and uh, and getting there safely is is probably one of the most important things to me is uh, getting everyone there safe uh, and then for other things so like on structure fires say uh, again supporting that captain and supporting the operations of that scene uh, and supporting the firefighter uh, to to have a good outcome and um, um, and just setting up that 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 scene. Sure. Uh, basically. Nope. That's good. Um, it is, uh, we, we, I think we're going to talk a little bit about the Ocotillo fire mm-hmm. in relating to the the topic that we have today, but I do, Kathy, how many subscribers do we have? You said something the other day. We're, we're, we're slowly <clears throat> building. I know I've joked in the past of our tens of viewers, but I actually met one, uh, yesterday. You did. <laughs> yes. So how many subscribers do we have now? I think we're up to 356. Very nice. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So we have a couple more tens of viewers. We do thank you. A couple more. But, yes, thank uh, you so much. Yeah. It was, I'll give a quick uh, shout out because uh, the individual I met yesterday, uh, retired fire chief, Dave Curtis, if you're watching, thank you for watching. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there are folks out there that actually watch this. So Jace, be careful what you say. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we thank everybody for, for uh, tuning in. But one that the topic for the day is basically you know trying to get the message out there that we don't want uh, the public running over the fire hose while we're on scene. Jace, just to, from your perspective as an engineer, kind of set up uh, what that looks like when you get on scene. Let's say it's a structure fire like the Ocotillo fire, which just happened you know a few weeks ago, month ago, whatever it was. 
Um, if you're the first in engineer, what's your role in that situation? Uh, well, first in engineer on the Ocotillo fire was uh, engine 58. So that was um, Zach Ducharme, but we were right on their tail. We were right behind them. Okay. Um, and your initial priorities is is getting to the to the scene, getting to the fire and putting water on the fire, of course, and then uh, sure. rescuing any lives that need yep. to be rescued in, in, in the residents. Um, with uh, a water supply, this is super important. And on the Ocotillo fire uh, is a good example of this. Our fire hydrant was about 700, six to 700 feet away, uh, north of the structure. And when we came in, we, uh, we came in second, we we're able to grab that hydrant okay. and with our, uh, with our LDH, which is our large diameter hose and then bring it to the scene. Uh, essentially we have a thousand feet of, uh, large diameter hose on our, on our yeah. engines and we're able to bring that into the scene to provide, uh, to basically continue that, that water and that water supply. Did the first in engine grab a water supply? No, they went straight to the fire. Um, which Good. is nine times out of 10 is what they're, what they're going to do. Cause we have a thousand gallons on, yep. on the, on the engine, which is a lot of water that we can, we can do a lot of things with a thousand gallons. Yep. No, I think that's good. And I think folks need to understand, especially that first in engine company, they go in, uh, we want them to be aggressive. We want them yes. to work hard. Mm -hmm. And especially if there's, uh, you know, any residents still in the, the structure, obviously in this situation, mm -hmm. everybody was out of the structure. Mm -hmm. And uh, our next priority at that point is to then try to protect the residents yep. uh, and to protect the homes around that. Yep. So that first and crew did a great job with going in and uh, working hard and working quickly mm -hmm. to try to extinguish that fire. And then the next crew is coming in, came in to support that. Yep. So obviously that was you and your crew. And you said, how, how many feet did you lay? Uh, it was between six to 700 feet. Um, okay. It might've been on the north end of 600 feet. Yeah. It was it was quite a bit of hose. Yeah. Because there was other hydrants that were grabbed at that same time mm -hmm. uh, or shortly thereafter. And how far, do you remember how far those hose lays were? Uh, I believe it was, it was farther than 700 feet. It was, I, I want to say it was closer to a thousand feet. Yeah. It was pretty far. It required two engines to coordinate to obtain that second water supply. Yep. I, I thought I heard, yeah, a thousand feet was mm -hmm. the, the next closest hydrant. And uh, again, for folks uh, watching, it's important to understand we, the Prescott Valley area is growing. Mm -hmm. um, I know we just kind of had an arrangement that we made with the town of Prescott Valley regarding hydrants. Uh, when we first made an agreement to service hydrants in exchange for water usage, uh, there was like 300 hydrants. Mm. And uh, I think when we did the agreement and made the adjustment just recently, there was over 3,000 hydrants, you know, in the system. So th the the system is growing. It's getting better. Town of Prescott Valley is doing a great job. Um, Town of Chino Valley, you know, they continue to try to put more hydrants in. But as a general rule, our area, we have a lot of rural area yeah. that doesn't have any water supply. Mm -hmm. So we have water tenders. Like you said, our, already our, our engines carry 1,000 gallons. Mm -hmm which definitely can help on that initial attack, mm -hmm. but water is, is our challenge. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. And that's a, that's another aspect of, of water supplies. Are we doing a water shuttle? How close is our hydrant? Do we need to do a, yeah. a nursing operation? Um, uh, where a water tender feeds an engine yeah. basically to, to put water on the fire. So going back to kind of that message we want the public to understand is oftentimes, you know, the police department does a great job when, mm -hmm. you know, 
sometimes they arrive on scene before we even get there and they start blocking roads, which then we have to, you know, work our way around. But a lot of times the police department does a great job coming in, directing traffic and helping us control the scene so that we don't have more folks coming in or we don't have folks running over the hose. Yeah. Because a lot of times, especially in rural areas where we have hydrants 700 feet away, a thousand feet away, we're crossing multiple roads to get those to the engines. Yeah. And a big thing that we want folks to understand is there's a life on the other side of that hose line. Yeah. It may have to go through three engines before it gets there, <clears throat> yeah. but uh, there's somebody utilizing that water, uh, trying to protect a home, protect yeah. a life. Yeah. And it's important because running over that hose certainly could do one damage the hose, uh, but it could break the hose yeah. at that point. Mm -hmm. And once uh, that water supply is broken, how does that feel as an engineer? Uh, not good. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel good at all. There's a, there's a bit of a pucker moment right there when, when, when you lose your water supply. Yeah. Nope. And, uh, yeah, certainly don't want to get there on the Ocotillo fire. Did you lose any hose? Uh, our engine specifically didn't, didn't lose it, yeah. lose any hose. No. Well, we understood there was a couple, uh, I think, uh, engineer Litchfield, uh, had more than a few, uh, discussions with folks while they're out. I, I saw one of the interactions, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there were just multiple times we had folks running over the hose yep. and whether it's full or it's flat, mm -hmm. like neither one of them is good. And right. we have situations where if we do need to move apparatus over the hose, we have ways to do that. Yep. And I know one of the fires, the you picket fire, we ended up having, we weren't doing a water shuttle in that situation. We were doing a fuel shuttle because <laughs> there was engines on scene for multiple yep. days. And I think we did a podcast on that one. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kathy. We did. Yes, right. we did. It's yeah. a great one. Go find it. <laughs> a great Watch one. It. Great, it's a great uh, great show, so go back and find that <laughs> one. But we had situations where we had to go up and over the hose. Yeah. So there's ways to do it. But general public, like we'd ask, like, yeah, stay mm -hmm. off because, again, there's uh, there's somebody on the other end of that line. Yeah. On the Ocotillo fire on that, on, on that street, uh, when we had our supply laid out, there were a couple of vehicles that were wanting to get – off the street, um, yep. they had places to go, yep. which, Absolutely. which we want to accommodate that. Um, but initially we had to, uh, get water on the fire and, and we have a job to do initially. And, uh, I, I remember the one gentleman that was wanting to get out, um, was asking, you know, when can he leave? Yeah. And yeah. respectfully, I told him, I don't, I don't know yet. I don't yeah. have an answer for you. Just give me a few moments. Yeah. Uh, because uh, we're juggling a lot of tasks those first initial Absolutely. minutes, and yes. uh, and there's a giant hose snaking down down the road, and he can't get out. And uh, eventually, we did accommodate that. And we were able to get some uh, get some folks on the hose, and and actually, I think some police officers helped yes. us out, yeah. and and pulled that LDH to clear a path for for him. And I believe there was maybe one more vehicle that had to get out. Yeah, um, obviously, we certainly want to accommodate the best we can, mm -hmm. but there are definitely times when it uh, becomes more difficult. So before we close us down because we said this was going to be the fastest podcast ever. <laughs> and we've, we filled some airtime, right, Kathy? Yes. All right. You've done beautifully. Thank All you. Right. We can keep <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Kathy. And for those that don't, don't know, um, I often get assigned to this by Chief Freitag. Uh, in this situation, uh, Kathy, our, our producer, I didn't realize it was the title that she had, producer, uh, <laughs> said you're going to be there and Jace is going to be there with you. And you're going to talk about uh, – Running over hose, so mm -hmm. actually, done that. Yeah. actually, I asked Jay, uh, Jace very nicely. Oh, it was a very Sorry, nice. Sorry, yeah, oh, it was <laughs> very nice. He had the option to say no. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, um, I said we can't get off the the podcast without just you know discussing one um, 
one item from your recent history, which uh, tell us about um, what happens when you leave a gold wing door open. <laughs> um, so yeah, a gold wing door for people who don't know is the uh, the side door of an engine. It folds up. Um, yeah, if you leave that open and try to drive through a bay, uh, it doesn't, it, work, it so doesn't well. work out well. Nice. The, the the building did very well. Good. The oh, building yeah. is tested per- the structure. Yeah, it Good. did perfect. And I will say, are the mechanics uh, in the shop did a fine job, like putting that engine back together. You wouldn't even know that there was damage. You know, to put a positive spin on it, I think uh, uh, it gave them the opportunity to uh, to show off their skills. And yeah. Chris Beckham in there did an outstanding job. Yes, then putting that back showed together. off their skills. They did. Yes, yes. you're right. I like that. <laughs> That's a good way to spin it. Um, with that, I'm hoping Kathy uh, will set it up next week with uh, Chief Frytag or somebody else that will help keep this, you know, going. Um, but for everybody out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already like, and subscribe, that'll make Kathy very happy. And, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. Be safe. Be safe.